So hi, well the good noise podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Josh. Kristen and uh we're Magnolia Park. And we're asking them some questions today about their new single Tokyo. So congrats on that, by the way. How are you guys feeling about the response to it so far? Oh, we love it. Everything's been really good and everything's been super positive. Hell yeah. Sure. Love yeah. that. I'm <laughs> yeah, really glad the fans are receiving it in a positive fashion since it's such like left field and totally new kind of like band thing you know it is yeah. definitely mm-hmm. the song rocked it was fantastic mm-hmm. uh, so is there any meaning behind the single name or cover art? yeah i mean um when we wrote it it's basically we wanted to tell like a love story um of like a fictional love story of like you're falling in love in Tokyo with someone and like that feeling you get when like you first fall in love with someone mm-hmm. it's like a super intense feeling and the setting just happened to be Tokyo we wrote that song like last minute before we went to the studio like literally like we met with Vince me Josh and Freddie and it was like 3 a.m when we finished the lyrics right Josh it was about <laughs> A week. It was like a really organic, really fun way to make a song. So I'm I'm glad this one came out the way it did. That's super sick. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the single? Oh man, the writing process was kind of different than what we normally do. I think it was uh, you and Vincent who wrote the 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 core instrumental of everything, and then. Freddie and I came in and we kind of dove into it. Freddie added a little bit more than me and everyone writing lyrics together. Um, So I think this one was more of a collaborative effort than more of our our other recent stuff that we've put out so far. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would assume that you guys like you went into the studio and, you know, worked on more than just this. So was the entire writing process more collaborative or was just this song collaborative? Um. When we went to the studio at um, the audio compound with Andrew Wade okay. and Andy Karpovic. Um, and yeah, we we actually had to cancel. We went in for one day and then one of us tested positive for COVID, unfortunately. But, so we had, to, and our other member, Vince, he's from Germany. So he flies in to go to the studio. So he had to fly back and we had to do it without him the oh. rest of the time. So. Mm-hmm. When, when we rescheduled the dates, it was just us and then like Vince on Zoom. And we were trying all these cool new things because we really wanted to try like uh, add a lot of like hyper trap elements like and like hip hop elements. At one point, the song had like gunshots in it. Wow. Unfortunately, oh my God. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was a really fun process. Like we got an actual like Grammy award winning sax player from Fiverr to play on our song. So the sax solo is so amazing. That's sick. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So you mentioned that you have somebody who is in Germany. What was that kind of writing process like trying to incorporate them in? Was there any disconnect because they had to be on Zoom for the writing process? Yeah, for sure. It was, Um, I mean, sometimes like I would try, like, it's like, I think it's six hours. What's the time difference, Josh? Oh. Six hours? The- yeah. So sometimes when you call Vince, it's like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, like, so what do you think about the sax solo? He's like, I don't care, I mean, man. <laughs> he just woke me up. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so for this track, you guys actually have a feature with Christo from Bad Sons. What was it like working with him and how did that happen? Um, it was pretty fun working with him. And uh, it actually happened because of our label. Okay. Our label was like, you guys were just at um, their show with Angels and Airwaves. It would be kind of cool if you guys can link up and do this track together. And we were like, yes we love we love bad sons let's let's do it <laughs> the track and he loved the track and he was like all right cool i'm gonna work on it right now and like he literally just started going off on it and we loved it that's sick yeah. so did he write his part or was it already written and he just sung he wrote his part oh cool yeah he wrote his part yeah okay cool um so i want each of you uh to pick your favorite lyric off this track and then uh, tell us the meaning behind it Uh, for me, it's, uh, the way we think and got the devil working night shifts. I think that's a very clever, clever line. Um, it's just like a little play on words of like, all right. Um, if you're negative or something like that, or thinking like dirty or whatever, like, oh, that's like the work of the devil. That's what a lot of people would say. Mm-hmm. So, um, we were like, all right, cool. Let's make it like, it's a fun song. It's like, it's kind of like a love song. So let's just make it be like super catchy super fun so Vince and I were like what do we what do we say here I was like well we always have like something with demon or or something in our lyrics so we're like all right let's switch it up and and then we were just kind of playing on words and then I think me and Vince came up with the um the way we think and got the devil work and nice chess line and I think that's one yeah yeah I love that part um I think my favorite is, like, the first lyrics, like, Met Her in the Darkness. It's because, like, it just sets the tone of the song so well with, like, the way instrumental's going. Like, um, I really wanted to set out on um, making, like, a modern Joy Division song. I don't know if you guys listen to Joy Division, but... Heard of them. So I wanted it to... Like, they're super emotional with the way they portray, like, the lyrics and everything, so... I really love the way that comes in. And shout out to Josh's part, his high note in the bridge. Uh, the way that was recorded was super awesome. I, I love that part too. Yeah. It's on record yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this track? Um, I know, I know for me personally, I was kind of like, all right, cool. If I were to be in a position where I'm meeting this, meeting this person at night, we're having a good time and we want to set the mood right. I want to make sure that um, I'm in that kind of mode, especially for this song. I was like, all right, so what would I do? What would I say? How could, how could this be something so captivating that the night can continue? That's kind of like how my head was wrapping around the entire song. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to the single for the first time? If they do it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on, is it a workout track, a party track? What do you personally recommend? I, I think definitely in the car with friends, just like at night specifically, mm-hmm. like you're just would, going crazy. This is the turn up song for sure. Yeah. It's, it's a good late night drive song for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Same with the the vibe of the music video too. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was a really cool cyberpunk aesthetic. Yeah. Sure. 
so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you to describe this single for new listeners in three words. Three words each, no more, no less. Oh. Cyberpunk anime. Oh, I love that. All right, I can't say that now. (laughs) (laughs) I would say poppy vibe and energy. I would say, yeah, both good, both good. Yeah. Uh, So, in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want your listeners to have while going through the track? I wouldn't say like certain uh, i would just say like because uh the song gives off like so much different types of vibes and emotions i would just you can listen to it like if you're feeling down happy sad or or like if you're in your friends with car like um just experiencing the song would be like enough for us you know yeah. someone listening to this would be cool. <laughs> yeah definitely mm-hmm uh, so what band or artist influence do you think you could hear the most on this track if any mm. the weekend ish i would okay. more or enjoy the vision if that makes sense yeah yeah i would say voice of on joy division low charlie pooth i guess like um, is Trippy Red an influence? Sorry to cut you off, Shane. Is Trippy Red an influence? Because the intro reminds me of him so much. And I thought it was either Lil Uzi or Playboy Cardi. I thought it was Pissy Pamper for a second, if you know that song. But I was like, so when we when we were doing the song, um, we were listening to Mr. Rage at the time. And we we're like, yo, let's let's do this for yeah. our fire. And Tristan actually came up with the idea of being like, all right, let's do it. Let's flip this beat. And we we're like, all right, bet, let's go. And I'm glad that we did. That's fire. I love it. Oh yeah. yeah. It's my it's my favorite part. It caught my ear like immediately. And I was like, oh, I know this track is gonna be good. And it just got better and better. But I couldn't stop thinking about it because we spoke about it on our podcast last night. And the entire time I was like, I don't know if it's Playboy Cardi or Lil Uzi. And then right as you joined the call, I was like, Oh my god, it's trippy red. So then I, <laughs> I just had I had to ask. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, like, I don't know if you guys listen to Hypertrap, but, like, SSG Kobe and mm-hmm. Sofago. Um, mostly that uh, one song by SSG Kobe, um, MIA, mm-hmm. uh, that was, like, the vibe we, like, I told Vince, like, make that synth sound like this. So, like, yeah. yeah, we love all that stuff. We just wanted to, like, be, like, a band hasn't done that yet. We were hoping Bring Me the Horizon didn't release the Hypertrap <laughs> song before we did, so. Thank God, Ollie and Jordan did it. <laughs> <laughs> At least four right now. Yeah. Um, so you guys recently finished up a tour with Mayday Parade. It was your first U.S. tour. Um, what did you guys learn on that run that you can kind of bring in, bring into future runs? Ooh. Uh, the benefit of per diems. <laughs> yeah. That's all per diems. And it's definitely how to be professional and like, like things like showing up on time, um, make sure you put on a good show, make sure your, your gear's ready. Um, Mayday Parade and Real Friends were so 
like contest because we're still really like new band we're like two three years into this so this is our first tour so they like we're so kind enough to teach us like the ins and outs of touring like how we should do merch stuff like that they're they're really nice awesome people they really turned into a willow and machine really fast mm-hmm. yeah um like what like you said first u.s tour and then the next tour you guys are going on is with simple plan and um some 41 so you guys are playing massive stages right out of the gate like how do you deal with that pressure uh, <laughs> <laughs> i take it on <laughs> yeah yeah Sorry. Like we, we just um we know that we have to put on the show even though we're opening so we like i tell everyone as we get on the stage like majority of the times are like look we're the opener so we have to make sure you guys are ready that's our job is our job is to get you guys ready for the next artist so i think playing these shows playing these like amphitheaters and stuff like that it's super dope because we get to experience everything that we kind of dreamed of in one sitting and then it's also nerve-wracking because we're like wow we're actually doing this so fast. Like we, I remember playing small pubs and clubs in Orlando to like, now it's like four pubs can fit into this one arena. So I'm like, this is super weird. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. I'm so happy for you guys. You guys deserve it so much. Your music rocks. Um, I'm a fan. Thank you. So yeah, good job. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, we're, this- we're super grateful. Oh, mm-hmm. So for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? Ooh. Can I give Freddy's? Because Freddy's is really funny. Sure. It's always hilarious. He's he's our uh, other guitarist and songwriter in the band. Um, I'm going to give his because always Velveeta mac and cheese. He finds <laughs> it every time. Yeah. yeah. It's super we'll weird. <laughs> Like they just have it made, like at a gas station, or is it like eating the dry pasta? He hasn't gone that. Far. <laughs> yeah, we didn't question it. We just like, you know, we we looked at him and we, we're just like, "Got you, bro." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I think for um, me, I, so uh, I'll probably get like Twizzlers, like a soda or something, or probably like beef jerky. That's good. That's, That's good. good taste. Are you like a teriyaki or black pepper beef jerky? So I'm a teriyaki fan only because black pepper reminds me of a very bad hot hot sauce incident. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just keep it, keep it real. <laughs> Stick with the teriyaki. What what happened with hot sauce? I'd I'd like to unpack that if that's all right with you. <laughs> so they ate the world's hottest hot sauce. It's nine million score. I ate it with Chipotle, and I ate it. As soon as I like it touched my tongue, my whole mind went completely blank, and I was like, "So an hour goes by, and next thing you know, my stomach is like trying to rip out of me. I'm like, all right, this is bad. I have to go to the bathroom. Try to go to the bathroom. Nothing came out, and I was like, all right, it's stuck. Therefore." so i get out of the bathroom and like immediately i couldn't breathe like i had a shortness of breath i could barely speak and jared's walking out and he's like you're okay and the only thing i could say is hospital <laughs> it's like yeah. like so he's trying to ask me questions and i'm like hospital that's the only thing i can say right now so yeah. he takes 
and he comes he comes in to get the guys because I think I messaged the guys like, hey guys, I'm not okay. Go outside, I sit down. He comes back, he's like, hey, did you pour water on yourself? I was like, no, because around me, giant puddle, like my whole body sweat everything out. It was like kept going. And when the fire rescue got there, they're like, oh, you ate hot sauce, didn't you? I was like, I guess. <laughs> like, how do you know? And they called off the ambulance. They're like, have some Pepto-Bismol. I have a milkshake. You'll be good. I was just like, never again will I ever eat this amount of hot sauce ever again. <laughs> Holy shit. Before that, he was always super like, I'm going to try every hot sauce. Because at the audio compound where we do uh, recording, uh, Andrew has a bunch of different hot sauces. So... He, he did the paste. He didn't do actual, like, hot sauce. And he just mixed it in. And Andrew, I, the funniest part was Andrew on the fo- phone calling uh, the lawyer. Like, am I, am I going to, like, he, he looks like he's going to die. <laughs> I had to, like, keep myself awake. It was, like, really bad. I was pale. Like, it was not a fun time. No. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's also crazy that the, the fireman knew what oh, happened yeah. it was like oh hot sauce oh okay like that's a normal thing that just happens yeah. daily because that was around the same time that the uh that the pocky chips came out so a lot of people were eating the one chip challenge and knowing all of that but i had to take it a step further and do the worst how hot sauce and never again but do that wow no. i'm right. glad you survived oh yeah, yeah. me too <laughs> mm-hmm. um so on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be and why Ramen. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because um, we eat a lot of ramen together. Yeah. All the time. You, you can put so much things in ramen and it'll still be ramen. I think, like, that says a lot about our music taste as well. It's like, we're pop punk to our core, but we add so much stuff in it that people are like, is it still pop punk? I'm like, yes, it's still pop punk, but we're just doing our own spin on it. So, yeah, definitely. Love that. Mm-hmm. That works. That works. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. All right. Sick. So we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? With a drink? Mine, oh. it would probably have to be either my sister or my aunt's cooking. Like the mac and cheese, the mashed potatoes, uh asian asian style wings and probably sweet moscato that's good yeah. moscato is good sweet moscato is good i'll give that to you yeah. um my dad makes a awesome lasagna i think i'll I'll probably do like i'll just eat it all like the whole like pan mm-hmm. okay. that's yeah. um and then probably some water i really like water for some reason so water is good. Right. Yeah. How do you feel about a carbonated water? Are you a lover or a hater? Oh, I love uh, it. it. Yeah, it depends. Joe, our drummer, hates it. Like he gets <gasps> pissed off when it's around. As yeah. Oh my god! As no, fuck that. As, no, as you <laughs> shouldn't. Carbonated water is better than regular water, in my yeah, I'm a humble opinion. Drinker, so uh, I have to on that one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? One fictional world? Yes. Uh, either Konoha, 
um, what's the, the hidden leaf in Naruto, or uh, the town in Soul Eater, I would say. Would be pretty oh. cool. You took both of mine, bro. What am I supposed to say now? You guys can have the same answer for this one. Exactly. Yeah, you guys All can right. go together. Same answer. I guess we're chilling together, Josh, oh. and those all right. Perfect. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Mine's blue. I'm kind of basic. So. <laughs> Mine's red. It's all the colors, guys. Perfect. Hell Good yeah. colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as Glaze said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Um, shout yeah, out. big shout out to the, the rest of the band um, and our producers, uh, Andrew, Andy, and Matt. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for all your guidance and stuff. And shouts out to our label. And thank you guys for having on the, us on the podcast. Of it course. A lot. Yeah. Also, yeah. uh, shout out to a couple of friend bands. Because we love doing that every time we do something. Uh, um, Brave Weather 408, um, Ivy Paint, and Loner for me. So, yeah, shout out these guys. They're awesome. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Well, thank you for sounding. This guy's been Magnolia Park, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.